Hi, I'm Mara Webster with InCreative Company, and I'm so thrilled today to be talking about the new Apple TV Plus show, City on Fire. We are joined today by cast members Wyatt Olaf and Chase Sui Wonders. And Wyatt, in, in starting with you, um, you know, when we meet Charlie at the beginning of the show, it feels like he's kind of very stagnant in his life after the loss of his dad. And there's yeah. even little details like we don't really see him with other people his age. And, and it feels like he's just been a, in a space of real isolation. And I was interested in what the starting point of discovering this character and finding him at that place in life was so that you could then build in all these wonderful details throughout the rest of the season as he really starts to open his world up back up again. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think working with Josh and Stephanie super closely helped a lot with that. Um, being able to uh, talk to them about this character, where he is at at the start of the show. Like you said, he's kind of a little lost and not a little lost, very lost. And um, is trying to find his place in the world. And then again, through Sam, um, finding his place, finding his footing, then losing that and uh, finding his own footing just as himself. And like, that's what I love about him. He's such an active character and figuring out um, his role and everything he gets to be the one to like insert himself into this world and he kind of works as sort of a um, kind of a surrogate for the audience to live through his eyes and experience the world through his eyes because it's all new to him as well um, and I think that's what's so fun and interesting about him and he's such a, a fun character to play because he starts out as like that awkward you know not sure of himself and then he becomes confident he becomes himself he fully realizes well maybe not fully fully because that never happens in real life that quick but he for what he needs at the time becomes himself and it's a really amazing character arc so yeah I, I love that and and such great points about him as well and for you Chase with with Sam you know she comes across incredibly confident and, and very extroverted when we first meet her but it feels like the more we get to know her the more we kind of realize that sometimes there is a genuine confidence in her and sometimes it's a cover for vulnerabilities and and that space as well and so how did you work with the scripts and and work with Stephanie and Josh to really find those spaces of where do I feel like she really owns her space and where do I feel like she's still kind of discovering herself a little bit yeah totally I mean that's like part of the beauty of it. it's kind of the funny it's like the opposite of yeah. Charlie, Charlie's character like and they find each other like on this like inverted path of um you know yeah being vulnerable and being open with each other but I feel like from the beginning we you know in the conversation with Josh and Stephanie and Jesse uh Sam is like so clearly like <laughs> like um you could you could have one read of her as like this manic pixie dream girl who uh, is kind of like up on this pedestal and like is just always this like ethereal kind of character. But um, she definitely, you know, has a past that she's coming to terms with. And she's like this kind of lost child who is trying to find her chosen family. Um, and the way she does that is through these like really confident means of like bar barreling into like these different rooms in like the upper echelons of New York society or like the downtown throws of like the music scene. And, you know, that's her method of trying to find, you know, trying to escape isolation and trying to escape loneliness. Mm -hmm. And so it, I think the two go hand in hand really beautifully. And it's not until, you know, she meets she meets Charles that she really can kind of let her guard down and it kind of, uh, it catches you on your back foot. I mean, that's the best thing about Josh and Stephanie's writing is like, suddenly you're like having fun and laughing and then you're like, whoa, this just took like a super vulnerable turn. And like, suddenly I'm crying. I was laughing two seconds ago. And 
Um, I think, yeah, she is definitely both sides of that. And that's what's so fun to play is like, what is she, what, what is she presenting as versus like what the, like the storm that's like raging with it. And I, I love that point about the two of them kind of studying on opposite sides and then at as they kind of journey towards the middle, finding this like real connective thread. And so how did the two of you work together to find the delicacy of, you know, they're opening up to each other kind of like very gradually at first, but then there's this really intense trust and they go from strangers to kind of the person that the other one trusts the most in the world at that particular time. Um, and so how did you make sure that you were kind of like really gradually building that arc? So it wasn't rushing it too quickly and also wasn't taking it too slow for like the, the combustible chemistry that exists with them. I mean, it's, I feel like it's all on the page. Like, and I mean, I think the most exciting thing is like their first meeting, the power dynamic is so clear. Mm -hmm. It's so clear, kind of like who's in charge. And then shortly after that, like bit by bit, I think why and I we were both really conscious of the timeline of things and the timeline of the flashbacks to make sure it was that gradual, like breaking down barriers. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, I think... Um, as we got more and more of the episodes, as we got to see their story unfold and uh, even just like the first two, three episodes, like there's flashbacks in there that really define their relationship and show their most human sides of them just talking and to have those scenes with one another and just to be comfortable working together was like, I mean, it was easy because Chase is great to work with and amazing. Um, so it was like easy to just like fall right into the scene and like, just do it. And I, I think, um, again, through the direction of Jesse and, and help of Josh and Stephanie and the ones who created these characters, of course, um, we were able to experiment with how they interact with one another and um, I guess understand one another as well. And with some of what you're both describing as well, the show isn't linear in terms of the narrative and the way that we're getting to know these characters and we're seeing the development of this, this friendship and relationship between the two of them. And so were, were there even logistical elements that went into just the, the process of really tracking all those details that you were both just talking about because you're filming multiple episodes and the timeline of every episode is out of order as well? Yeah. Yeah, totally. I feel, but that's also a testament to Josh and Stephanie because mm -hmm. I feel like I would be on set and like or Jesse and I would be on set and I'd be like trying to improvise something and like trying to do like, you know, and and then I'd be doing it. I'd be so like, and then find this like other entry point to the scene and Jesse would be like, wait, but Sam doesn't know that yet. Like we you know we don't know that. Like it's not in the timeline yet. And we're like, ah yes, back to the Bible, back to the <laughs> Josh Schwartz and Stephanie Savage Bible. It cannot be messed with. Yeah, no, it's, and for it's you, all very, uh, yeah, it's all very smart and intricate writing. It's like so airtight that it's like, you know, the first time you read it, I mean, the first time I read episode one, I was like, what is happening? There's so many characters that like, there was just a lot going on. Um, but through a second read and even the first watch, like once I really saw it on the screen, I was like, oh, I get it. I get it now. Like I was like watching this all unfold and I was like, they're so genius the way they interweave these stories, the way they like juxtapose scenes and also, you know, match cut scenes sometimes. It's like, it's just smart writing and like a lot of fun to watch as if you were to see the similarities between characters or just how the story um, interconnects. 
And Chase, for you, with, with playing Sam, she's so connective to creativity. She is taking photographs herself, writing a zine, but she also has so much admiration and connection for other people's artistry and creativity as well. And so what, what were the most helpful inroads for you to kind of dive into that side of her and really understand it and, and kind of look at a lot of her cultural and creative taste as well as a character? Um, I mean, I feel like music was a huge entry point. And just like thinking of like the kind of like, I don't think Sam's defined as a groupie, but like, you know, that mentality of like that obsession, uh, just like thinking about what that comes from. And, you know, I think it comes down to like, I feel like artistry and like creativity is about connection and connecting with people and also like purging something like super personal um and you know it's a cathartic experience uh but I think yeah music definitely music of the time period that felt so like anarchic and like that sort of like rock music that is in the show feels like it's like something guttural that like has to get out of you that like it's like a necessity to like which you know that's the best kind of that's the best kind of music that's the best kind of films like it's stuff that like oh, this has, this is a story that has to be told. Um, and I think like Sam feels that same way about like photography. Like when she's with Sam, when she's with Charles, like he's, she, when she first sees him, it's through the lens of her camera. And she's like, this person has to be captured. Like this, you know, yeah, it's born out of necessity. And for for you, Wyatt, in, in playing him, what did you feel like it meant to him to have someone just look at him in that way? You know, even just having someone look at him through the lens of a photograph and, and find this kind of muse-like quality in a way that probably nobody else has in his world in his life before. I think he literally feels seen, like someone who finally gets to uh, see him and understand him and through their first conversation, um, not in the record store, but the one right after, um, talking about, you know, the shrinks and, and Carly's dad and like, and not having to explain everything to her, I think really pushes him to like, trust her. And like, I mean, obviously he's enamored by her at first sight, but like, there's, there's a connection there that he feels where he's like, I don't have to explain everything to her. I don't have to, um, like, she just gets it. And when a person in your life just gets it, there's just no one quite like that. And I think that's what Charlie latches onto. And that's um, what makes the rest of their relationship so compelling. Cause they're both, even though they never say it or they never talk about it, you know, they could work on their communication a little bit. They both understand one another to the core, even if they don't know everything about the other, but yeah. And it's, it's such a beautiful point that you bring up in terms of just him feeling seen for the first time by someone. And, and off the back of that for you, Chase, did you kind of feel like even though Sam is someone who has a lot of people in her world and in, in her vicinity, that there was just a real difference and that for her as well, it was this element of someone seeing her as she really is for the first time. Totally, totally. And I think it's like a really, it was a really cool aspect of her character to play. I mean, I feel like sometimes like the people who are the life of the party, the people who have like a million friends, the people who know everybody, sometimes they're the loneliest people. And that, I mean, that sounds really sad, but like, I think, you know, it takes, in reality, I feel like most people's circles or most people's, you know, they're small. And for Sam, she totally finds that in Charles. And she, you see a side of her that no one else 
sees and maybe no one else has, has seen before. Um, and so that was really special. I feel like coloring in a shade of Sam that potentially no one else, even herself has never, has never seen before. And, and I love that point from what you're both touching upon about just the silent language that they share between them. And there are so many moments and scenes where they don't even have to say how they feel or what they're thinking out loud to one another because they just have this unspoken communication. And did you find that the scripts really gave you a lot of space to find those moments or kind of like Stephanie and Josh were able to help you find a lot of that? 100%. Absolutely. I think that's I mean, that's that's all in the script, all of those moments where there's nothing happening and it's it's all in the in-betweens of like them looking at each other or just the, just a lot of the small stuff is like what makes their writing so compelling is like that feels very real that like they don't need to say anything. They don't need to be like, I like you in this way. Uh, <laughs> and it's yeah, it's not so direct. It's it's very subtle. And um, yeah. and I and I love how human that feels. It also feels like the unspoken moments are so painful and loaded mm -hmm. in part because they Char Charles and Sam, like they have this love that like doesn't quite match up. Like it doesn't, it feels like I've uh, like, I've found my person, but it feels, this feels like the wrong time or like something about this feels so scary and almost like too precious. That I can't mess this up. And so I feel like in a lot of those times, especially in young love, like you feel like I don't have the words that are worthy of this moment. Like I don't have the language to like describe exactly how I'm feeling without, you know, because it, because part of it feels so painful. And I think that's where they're a lot of their unspoken, like energy comes in. It's so interesting, but it's so painful. It's like mm -hmm. torture. Yeah. And, and Wyatt, one of the things I wanted to ask you about um, at the beginning of the show is the moment where he finds Sam right after she's been shot, because I think there's there's a lot at play in terms of your performance with everything that he's processing, because it's not even just about Sam in that moment. It's about the emotions of having lost his dad and everything that brings to the surface. And then that kind of fight or flight instinctive moment where he's making the choice about, do I stay or do I yeah. run? And yeah. it's all just panic and adrenaline. And so I was just interested in how you kind of found a lot of the nuanced tones for your performance in a scene like that. Thank you. Um, yeah, that again, that was talking to Jesse, Josh and Stephanie. Um, you know, the, the first thing I asked them was like, what exactly is like the main emotion he's feeling? Cause there's so obviously so much running through his mind. There's so, <laughs> many things that need to be like kind of layered in there, which, you know, is good to know. And then I'm like, what's the main thing though? Is he like crying? Is he what, like, what is happening? And they're like, no, he's in shock. Like, this is just shock. Like this is unbelievable, unthinkable. And um, yeah, my, with, through my collaboration with them, they were so open to my ideas and, and what I wanted to bring and present to them and, um, being able to be that comfortable with them, I think helped my performance as well. Just being able to like experiment or, you know, they, they were willing to give me the time to get into it and, you know, do what I need to for it. And um, it's interesting because I feel like now that we've gone all the way through the show, I feel like I would play it differently now um, if that would be fine with Josh and Stephanie and Jesse. But um, it's interesting when you, go through, you know, that was like when we first started filming the show. And then um, 
now I feel like I, I just have like a different relationship with it. And maybe, you know, that's just cause like we've finished the season and we've completed the story arc. So going back now is like, you know, I know where it, it maybe it just wouldn't have worked as well. Like I, I think, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, but th- yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, it was it was a great moment for you. And and Chase, one of the really delicate things that it feels like you've managed to to capture is the way that Sam is, is a different, there's different pieces of herself that we see depending on the people that she's with. You know, she's a ever so slightly different version than when she's with the band, than she is with Charles, than she is with Keith in the show. Um, and so how did you kind of comb through the scripts and find a lot of those little details of the different interpersonal dynamics at play for her? And even just looking at the way that different characters describe her, because we get to see a lot of moments of people speaking about her to really figure out which pieces would come to the foreground with each of those different dynamics. It's really interesting that Jesse and I talked a lot about this and a lot about how, you know, with Keith, she's like a grown up like femme fatale. She's like the most confident, brazen version of herself with Charles. She has this vulnerable side. Uh, And the fact that like even in the trailer, like every character is like talking about her and theorizing about her. I mean, it's interesting, like just thinking about, you know stories you know these these people's fascination with stories of like missing girls in the u.s and just like how you know people talk about them and the narratives that are spun around them uh it's it's like fascinating that not only you know while she was walking around where it was ever was people did people have different opinions of her but like you know once she shot like all these detectives are talking about her and theorizing about her and uh nico's character is like you know, has built this whole web around her and is creating art around her. And it's like, it's interesting, these types of people who can launch these massive narratives and conversations. And, you know, oftentimes there's a lot of smoke and mirrors. It's a lot of like, you know, stuff that isn't really actually who that person is. Uh, So it felt like a little bit of a, you know, pressure to play like, what, who is the type of person who could fill in all these narratives and like, launch all these ships so yeah absolutely and you know lastly for you Wyatt with with obviously the fact that there's such a combination of of grief at play for him and to the point where he's so tied up that he feels like if if Sam doesn't survive this that he won't survive this how did you go into kind of finding the the dynamic and the presence of how that was going to play out for him as a character great question um yeah it what's so great about filming something in chronological order is that you experience these events as the characters do. And so being able to um, start with the initial shooting and then move into episode two, that one where he's just dealing with his grief and just letting it all come out. And then at the end of that, he takes action to go, you know, see her friends. And like, it's like this evolution um, slowly, but surely over time. And, it's interesting because like we also continue to do flashbacks throughout the thing. And so whenever we would go back and do a scene, like Chase and I would do a scene for maybe the beginning of one Oh five and like doing a scene with her, with Sam felt so surreal because in my mind, she's in the hospital and she's, you know, it's such an interesting experience filming something that way. And like, I would have to, there were moments where I was like, I had to take a moment because I couldn't, just like distinguish well it's not that I couldn't distinguish reality from fiction but it was that I couldn't 
that this character's emotions were coming up like unprompted. Like it would just be like, I would need to take a moment because this just feels so surreal. And um, it's interesting because I don't know if I exactly planned it out ahead of time, but uh, it worked with the show, like uh, just uh, evolving this character's grief over time. And um, yeah, it's a great question though. Uh, well, thank you so much to both of you for talking about this. I really love your performances and I'm excited to watch the rest of the series. So thank you thank so, you. Much. so much. Great questions. Thank you so mm -hmm. much.